So uh, NFL Honors came out with their uh, finalists for the, you know the MVP, Coach of the Year, yep. Offensive Rookie of the Year. So I'm just going to rattle them off. Mm-hmm. You guys give me one answer picks. You can Deal. you can choose to tell me why if you want to, Deal. or we can debate. We'll so, do it. Yeah, let's roll through it. Let's roll through it. NFL yeah. Honors Most Valuable Player. We got Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, and Justin Jefferson. Gosh, I want to say Josh Allen so bad just because I love Josh Allen. It's Jalen Hurts. Holden. For what? For MVP. MVP. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he he missed two games, so um, definitely Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has more losses as a starter. No, he threw more touchdowns. What? Four, Fourteen and three. How many did he run for? How many mm-hmm. times? How many? How many game-winning drives? I hate the game-winning drive stat because, to me, that that's a stat that if you're down, that means you had to have a game-winning drive, which frustrates me because if you're up during the whole game, you don't need a game-winning drive to win the game. So I, I hate think that it's stat. one thing if you're up because you threw five tutters or like ran for five tutters. I think it's another thing if you're up and like Look, uh, the defense got some scores. We had a special teams. Like the running back went off. Jalen Hurts accounted for 35 touchdowns total. Patrick Mahomes accounted for 45 touchdowns total. That's 60 points. That's a huge swing. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. He just is. Two-time MVP right there. Done. I'll see. I'll see. I say Justin Jefferson because they were nothing without him. Anyways. He was kind of quiet towards the end of the year, though. I mean, yeah, but, you know, they figured him out eventually. I don't know. Um, I think just, like, the step that, like, that Jalen Hurts made last year to now. Like, I mean, they, they are in the driver's seat for... <laughs> An NFL championship. Part of my cough. Holy cow. <laughs> Your body doesn't agree with that pick. <laughs> I'm just, well, hey, I'm not going to pick Patrick Mahomes, but I don't think it's anything super, super spectacular out of him. I mean, it's really good, but I think the system really helps him a lot. But, dude, you got to think, like, dude, you, n- you number throw... one in, in touchdown passes from one to five yards. Number one in passes, touchdown passes from five to ten yards. He's, like, number, like, I don't know, 25 in touchdowns past 20 yards. He thrives off the Andy Reid system of just dump passes, just dump it. And he's really good at it, and he's really good at making decisions about it. But I think some you have to. I think you have to argue system, and like you could argue system for Jalen Hurts, but I don't think anyone you could else argue can system run for anybody. System. You could ar- if you're if you're good in the system you're in, you could argue system I mean, anytime. Not necessarily. I mean, I think you could put. I mean, I think Patrick Mahomes would thrive in some other systems too just because he has fantastic arm talent i feel that arm talent is just not showcased as much all right final comments anymore nope Aaron, who are you going with oh you said are you serious about justin jefferson uh, i hope I you're mean, lying i mean <laughs> i mean because he is not the mvp that's MVPs a wild card just don't go, yeah mvps just don't go to it's, those a, it's a qb award you know I, it's a QB i'll give award. it i'll give it to jalen hurts you know just for the season he's having let's go boomer sooner um all right uh we got coach of the year Nick Sirianni, Nick Sirianni, Kyle Shanahan, Brian Dable, Sean McDermott, Doug Peterson. Hold on, you start this time. Uh, I mean, if you're basing it based off of like what he's had to work with, I truly do think Mike Shanahan earns the right to be coach of the year just based on what he's accomplished yeah, playing Kyle in the Shanahan. NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Did I say Mike? I think you did, but it's okay. I, I, I said Mike last. I said Mike last trauma. Kyle, truly. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan, I, I just think he's put together just such a good season a good i mean he's just drafted well he's put his team in a position to be successful and when you're on your third string quarterback i think that's really impressive i'd honestly oh, yeah. throw phil carroll in the mix but he's not in there um yeah but I, I like 
I like I like Shanahan this just because of how far he's made it with what he's had to work with at quarterback, which is the most important position in sports. Fully agree. Fully agree. Sean, um, probably wants to be biased in say Sean McDermott because I think there's a case. I think with like everything that Buffalo's gone through this year, um, the summer with that shooting and the players mm-hmm. being so involved in that, um, <laughs> literally having to move games uh, not once but i think twice you know, because of weather and unfortunately the most recent one killed i think well, around 50 people which is kind of crazy okay. um some of the tomorrow whatever leading the team through that and i think navigating it expertly i think if you want a blueprint of how to handle a tragedy like that you look to that every single time but that being said i'm going to piggyback holden i think it's on kyle shanahan it's something i've said the past two episodes um just reiterating what holden said um the qb situation you're almost about to go to the Super Bowl potentially with your third string quarterback. Um, I don't know how much of the conversation was with trading for CMC between him and John Lynch, the GM, but I think risking for it uh, was beautiful. That's and good like, They always yeah. find a way to win with whoever's at running back, uh, Debo missing time, George Kittle not really coming on until the second half of the year. Uh, I, I think I think it should be him. Okay. Um, I want to give an honorable mention to Brian Dable for being a, a first-time head coach and getting yes. as far as he did, yeah. doing way more with much less. I Because that, that team was, what, like a top-five pick uh, in the draft this year? E- this Thibodeau? year? Thibodeau? Yeah. Oh, I think, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. were. Last year, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, last year. Well, um, like the past, like, past like five years, they've been like top yeah. ten, top five. Yeah. Not great. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd give it to Kyle Shanahan, too. You know, he's just a f- phenomenal play caller. And honestly, yeah. just, you know, you can plug any player in there and I feel like they do well. I think this is a harder pick than, uh, what was it? Offensive player of the year. I, yeah. I really do. So. All right. Okay. Moving on. We got comeback player of the year. We got Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and Geno Smith. Uh, Sean, go ahead. Bro, um, dude, I feel like this is a tough one, but I want to say Gino. Is that crazy? That's a fan favorite. Like, I think everyone wrote him off. I mean, setting... Uh, he didn't bring, write back, though. He didn't. But, like, breaking Russell Wilson's record um, for, I think, passer rating and, like, Yardstone a season, like, that's nuts. And, like, taking a team that we all thought was going to be absolute dog crap and taking him to the playoffs, um, total resurgence by him. Like, I don't know. I feel Saquon and Christian have been in the league and they've played some seasons but it's like we literally have not even heard from Gino Smith in years so I'm on Gino uh, Holden? My, that's like spot on I just think like it's a Quan Barkley and Chris McCaffrey it's like two names that were drafted like top eight right so Barkley mm-hmm. was a what what was he five or six four I think it was yeah, like two or three overall. Right? something like that yeah, it was four. two something like that I think it was, think it was two, he was high, two? Yeah. All right, so used to Chris McCaffrey was eight. We're talking mm-hmm. about like two stud backs that like you're coming back from an injury and yeah, you did well, but like Gino, again, like he's a backup quarterback that started, played well, took his team to the playoffs, and nobody saw it coming. And I think that's just doubled his awesome. team's projected win total. Yes, yeah, seriously, he did. It's awesome. So yeah, yeah I think I Gino. think I think Gino. I think Gino deserves the nod, especially from being like a a certified backup. Oh, to yeah. to you know beating out Drew Locke, you know not crazy uh, competition there, but no. you know they brought him in thinking that he would be better than Gino, and Gino kind of took the reins and you know made his made his mark. Granted, I think the re- like emergence of Kenneth Walker really helped that team. Oh, oh absolutely, alongside of it. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I think we're we're all on Gino there. He, yeah, for he sure. Deserves um, that. Last thing on that, it's interesting how that's kind of happened, where they brought in a guy like who we thought was going to kind of be an incumbent, because like it kind of almost reminds me when they got Matt Flynn back up from the Packers mm. in free agency, they paid and they draft Russell. Ton for him. They did, and I think they had someone else on there uh, who was also I can't remember his name, another quarterback, and it was like Russell Wilson was third on that depth chart, and he fought his way through preseason to be the starter. So it was interesting how twice that's kind of happened under that was after Hasselbeck right like a lot yes. later okay yes. yeah yeah okay <laughs> no you're fine okay. shows how much Seahawks stuff I know all right offensive rookie of the year we have Brock Purdy Kenneth Walker the third and Garrett Wilson of the Jets um fan favorite right now is Garrett Wilson uh just having to do more for a shit team with with a crappy quarterback mm-hmm. um I am a huge fan of the Brock Purdy uh, story. I like where Mr. Irrelevant comes in and gets plugged in. But um, Kenneth Walker has done more for his team, I feel like, offensively. And especially not fall off second half of the year. I mean, he got hurt. So, yeah, that happens. So, I mean, you know, you run your running back into the ground for the you know last seven games of the season. Mm-hmm. It's bound to happen. Um, what do you think, Sean? Uh, I kind of want to buy into that hype of Brock Purdy as well. I mean, because that is super tough to like be Mr. Irrelevant, be third string on the depth chart, and have all that pressure of like this is a playoff team, this is a team in contention, and you have to you have to be in the driver's seat of that offense. His numbers haven't been crazy, crazy impressive, but just the fact that he hasn't turned the ball over is just all that they're really looking for. Um, having seen Garrett Wilson in person, I'm gonna go with him. Like I think okay. to me, Ken Walker's the easy out. I don't know why. I just don't think he's the big name right now. Okay. Holden? Yeah, I think Brock Purdy, probably because he's a quarterback, is going to get like a lot of looks. Man only started five games, threw 13 touchdowns, four interceptions, about 1,300 yards, and had a nice 107 passer rating. So he did play well, but I think the sample size was too small. And I think Garrett Wilson was healthy. He was there. Sometimes like availability is the best ability. And he had 1,100 yards, only four TDs, which isn't great, but I think that's also kind of attributed to a lot of different quarterback play. He had Flacco, he had Mike White, he had Zach Wilson, he had so many guys he was thrown to and he still put up 1,100 yards, which is, and like what, 83 receptions? That's a mm-hmm. ton of receptions for a rookie. I mean, Terry McLaurin had 77 receptions and we're talking about <laughs> Terry McLaurin. So yeah. I, I think Garrett I think Garrett Wilson deserves this based on everything he's done. I, I think Kenneth Walker had a great system, uh, season too, but again, great coach, high quarterback play. So mm-hmm. that helps a lot too. So yeah. And and a and a stud and a stud with DK. So I mean a lot of that takes off pressure of the running back too. So yeah, True. going uh going Garrett Wilson on this one. I, I agree with you guys. I think I'm gonna go Garrett Wilson just because of sheer like yeah, he had to play with real bad quarterbacks and like was still able to put up pretty decent numbers for a rookie. So mm, great numbers. Yeah. Absolutely. Lots of fun uh, from that kid. Yes. Oh my gosh. Especially you should you better be scared, Mr. Bills, man. You gotta play him twice a year every year and we'll figure him out as long as they don't have a qb who can like really throw him the ball like i'm not too too worried true all right moving on to defensive rookie of the year we got sauce gardner aiden hutchinson and Tariq woolen who's uh, that holden start us off it's sauce gardner there's no if ands or busts about it i mean sauce gardner did not allow a touchdown all season to a lot of great wide receivers that he played i mean was an all pro his yep. first year in the league it's hard to find a typically defensive ends or linebackers will win this award. It is so hard to not take a defensive player in this, a defensive end in this uh, 
position. But mm-hmm. Sauce Gardner just had an incredible year. Aiden Hutchinson had a great year too. Nine and a half sacks, what three forced fumbles, something like that. Mm-hmm. Four interceptions. Great year. Yeah, it was four interceptions. Three was it? Three interceptions. Three interceptions. It might, it might have been three. Yeah. So, doesn't matter. Great season, but when you have a cornerback that played at his level, you have to take Sauce Gardner. And the other dude, yeah, who's that? I, mean, playing on I know he had. I know he had a good. Yeah. He had, he had a pretty good, Gardner. pretty good rookie season. Sean, what about you? Um, a lot of missed PI calls on Zos Garner, if you ask me. Mm. That may be a partially biased take, but that being said, uh, I'm on Zos Garner. Like, I think he kind of did live to the hype. I think um, beating Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau, like, I think that was really tough for like a not great New York Jets team. Yeah, so uh, the kid seems like a stud. Um, we'll see if he keeps getting in the way with being a little too handsy. But yeah, Agent, Agent Hudson was good, but I think Sauce Garner was more valuable. Yeah, I, I also I also am on Sauce Gardner. Is he the next coming to, of Darrell Rivas? Sauce Island? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. All right, and moving on to Offensive Player of the Year. We got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, or Justin Jefferson. I'm going to chime in here. I think if either Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes wins, or if Jalen Hurts wins MVP, I think Patrick Mahomes getting Offensive Player of the Year. I think it's actually pretty close between Patrick Mahomes and Justin Jefferson because, again, Justin Jefferson was the literal catalyst to that Vikings offense. Yeah. Like, I don't think Thielen was really anywhere to be found all season. Yeah, he had a rough year. Yeah. Uh, Holden, what do you think? This is a tough one, too, because, like, typically, yeah, you would say, okay, so if Jalen wins the MVP, then Patrick Mahomes gets the offensive player of the year and vice versa. Right. I think – this is a position where you're looking at an offensive player that was a huge part of the team. And I think it's, I don't love when you take a quarterback in this position, because I think this is deserving of a wide receiver or a running back, a skill player, which is why I do like Justin Jefferson in this spot, 1800 yards, great year, only eight touchdowns, which I wish if if he had had like 14 to yeah, some, even 10, you double did. I think I would like him more in this spot. But he did lead the league in receptions, led the league in receiving, and he had eight TDs. And you couldn't, you can't say that there were games. Sorry, Sean, but like you know, the game where he caught that pass against the Bills, like there were games where he was the reason, not Kirk. He was the reason they won those games because okay. of a fourth and whatever. Yeah. So I, I, I want to give it to Justin Jefferson. I hate to say it, I do think Patrick Mahomes will win the MVP. So I feel like they'll give it. To Jalen Hurts, yeah. but I hope it's just I hope it's Justin Jefferson because I think he deserves that that nod. All right, Sean. Um, for me, I think it's definitely a tie between uh, Jalen Hurts and Justin Jefferson. I'm with you. I think Justin Jefferson had a phenomenal uh, year as a wide receiver. Was it breaking Randy Moss's record or whoever yep. for most receiving yards in the first two years? Mm-hmm. Um, that's just nuts. I mean, they won a ton of games because of him. He definitely is Kirk's go-to guy when the Vikings, I mean, the past seven years have been very fortunate with having Thielen. And then when they had Diggs, you know, they didn't utilize them that much. But... I mean, that being said, I think Jalen Hurts kind of gets the nod, too, because he's a dual threat. He does it with his arm. He does it with his legs. Um, I do like the rationale. If he does not get an MVP, then he does get this. Um, definitely like Tyreek Hill because that dude's a piece of crap, but whatever. Good enough for me. Um, and last but not least, we have Defensive Player of the Year. We have Easy. Micah Parsons. We have Chris Jones. And we have Nick Bosa. Sean, it's easy. Tell me how. Tell me who it is. 
Is Nick Bosa? I feel it's got to be. I mean, I haven't heard a thing about Chris Jones all year. I mean, like, maybe I've been sleeping under a rock, but I mean, you have, like, you have. He's I mean, got a lot so, of tackle for losses. I mean, he's, he's very got, good he's defensive he's tackle. He's got 15, and a, half, 15 yeah. and a half sacks. He's he's been he's up there. But it's Bosa. It's Nick Bosa all day. I think maybe the first six weeks of the season, it was Micah Parsons, but I think Nick Bosa just grinded it out, being consistent as all get out, being a stud, especially here in these yoffs. So, yeah, I'm all on uh, Nick. All right. Hold. Yeah, Nick Bosa. Typically, this this award will go to the highest sack total. Typically, not all the time. Um, but 18 and a half sacks, that's a sack per game. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. And... I just think Nick Bosa has consistently been the better player. I love my, I had a futures bet on Michael Parsons to lead the NFL in sacks. Same. He was there for quite some time and mm-hmm. he fell off second half of the season. If you look at really December, right around the beginning of December, it kind of just fell off. Still pressure was there, still an effective player, but the statistics weren't there. Right. And I hate to say it, this a lot of these awards are awards are based on statistics. They're looking at what's your sack total, what's your interception total, what's your this, what's your and bubbles. Like and, yeah. eight, eight, 18 and a half sacks is huge. And the fact that they're still playing also has a lot to do with this stuff too. And I believe in that. I think a lot of the teams that are playing right now are how they decide these awards too because Aside from the rookie stuff, MVPs, offensive player of the years, right. eh, and like coaches, all that stuff. It's like the teams that are still playing, there's a reason for it. And it's because yeah. I mean, they deserve just, it. So. Just consistent production. 